We're locked into the game like a playoff game in Memphis. Jordan, what's going on, man? Uh, back to back. Uh, the, the NBA world is really just making uh, my intros for me, baby. We're locked in. We're locked and loaded. Baby. Uh, definitely. That, that woman, that woman alpha is the woman that tried to glue her hand to the, <laughs> the gluing the hand, I think, is a more of a badass move than locking yourself to the to the goalpost. Yeah. Um, but. She was Most way more successful. Very creative. She, she really delayed the game. That girl, she oh, really, yeah. she really got herself locked in. Yeah, and then she got carried out. Looked like a lot of fun. Um, yeah, know, she was just basking in it. Another, another like protest. I'm not sure what it was. Was nope. sure what it was for? Like these people got to wear, wear, a, wear a shirt <laughs> or something. Like um, I know that you know the the camera's going to do everything they can to not show it, even if they yeah. were. But. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I wish I knew a little bit more about these these women, these these brave women <laughs> going down there and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, who knows? But uh, yeah, what a what a crazy te- for like I don't think that doesn't that doesn't really happen that often, or at least they I very think quickly like spots. skim over it. But I don't remember it really happening. So that ha- have it in you know back to back days. That's uh, pretty insane. Well, I'd like to know what these, yeah, again, I'd like to actually know what the protests are about just out of curiosity at this point. Yeah, because yeah. it, it seems like it's. Back to back, like if it's back to back Timberwolves games, like is there something that we don't know about the T Wolves? Right, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, they're going to be playing uh, very soon, and we'll 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 get into that series uh, a little bit later on into the uh, the podcast. Uh, and uh, I mean, first things first. Uh, Big Dog Ball Talk, Matt Acorn with Jordan Flegel. Um, uh, first one on YouTube for real this time. What's yeah? Hopefully, yeah. We're sorry about that, guys. Not really sure what the fuck happened on that one, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it was an interesting one. I go to edit the podcast, uh, the the visual form, and uh, I'm looking. I'm like, oh, this is just Flegel, the whole thing, just <laughs> Flegel. And I was like, I don't know. And what. I said, put it up, but he, he yeah. Matt's ego couldn't do it. So yeah, I couldn't. I don't know. No, uh, but uh, you know, speaking of that, uh, one one thing that we do need to to get out there, uh, I'm sure as all of our our listeners know, um, or. I think I'm uh, what like six and one now, six and one all time. Fifty dollar no. bet. I'm not New talking about this. Orleans I told you Pelicans. I don't want to talk about this. Nola, come on, baby. Paul George, that's health and safety protocols. Yeah, day COVID of. beat me, not you. COVID. Yeah, hey, listen, man. I I had to deal with them when they were one and twelve. Zion didn't play all year. This was not the the Pelicans I signed up for. So at the end of the day, legal oh, uh, owes me fifty dollars. I win again. Matt wins. Um, again, Jordan, it was a fear. You were a fierce competitor till the end, once again. But uh, I just know how to pick. Yeah, up well, you. I guess you do. I guess you do. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. I, we, so I got my money really back. Just... Had on, baby. That's why I got this on. That's why. That's why I'm gonna. I'm gonna take your fifty dollars. Make a deposit. Oh my god. Well, it really did come down to the wire. There's we couldn't have picked a closer bet no, uh, no. to make. Uh, like across anything to do with the sport. So, you know, that was good. That was exciting. Um, But Matt, I I think you'll remember, obviously, but usually you give me an opportunity to make some sort of crazy prediction. No, no, because because the year that I lost, you said, nope, you don't get it. Fine. fine. Well, that was because, well, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was because what? That was because you wanted to win one. Fine, Matt. You know what? Whatever. I'm not, not giving a, you now. You're not going to be a gentleman about this. No, but. I'm not. No, no. Give me my Wait, what's fifty dollars to me? I, I, I'll, exactly. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I'll exactly. give it to you right now. Exactly. I'll, I'll just I'll bust out my transfer right now. Fine. You know what, Matt? Fine. 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 We. Nice. I, I'm already looking forward to next year's uh, bet, though. I wish we had. We could maybe try doing. 
what, what you know when we're uh, richer men, like a, a regular mm-hmm. season bet and then some sort of playoff bet because for sure. uh, makes everything more interesting. I think. Yeah. Maybe yeah, we can I, do something, you know, for fifty cents or something. You know, a little maybe, yeah, slightly maybe. less uh, less odds here. Yeah, maybe we'll get like a finals thing going. We'll we'll try and uh, figure that out. Yeah. Uh, but for now, uh, let's break down the. It was a crazy exciting amazing first weekend of uh nba basketball yeah. uh playoff basketball uh, i i know i just sat on my couch and did absolutely nothing slothed it up uh and uh i mean yesterday uh that being sunday i uh, recording this monday morning um the nets and celtics uh we knew this was going to be an instant classic of the series we knew this was going to be a heated uh again playoff intensity was going to be redefined here and yeah. i think that it really was um, you know, Kyrie flipping off the fans behind his head, uh, pretending oh, oh, to be oh. crying. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was a savvy move. You know, the cameras didn't pick that up. Uh, you know, no. you couldn't really tell. It just kind of looked like he was, uh, <laughs> you know, just, uh, just banging on the back of his head. I wasn't really sure. Um, um but, uh, you know, it goes back and forth. Kyrie hits a huge step back three, insane. uh, which I thought, I thought ended it. I thought it was going to be over. Uh, yep. Celtics get the bucket, they get the stop. And then, uh, at the, after all this chaos, it looked like Marcus Smart was going to go for the, the three to win it. Yeah. Two defenders goes through passes out and Tatum gets the kind of weird little layup, uh, uh to go uh, with like a half a second. He gets the ball out uh, and the, and the Celtics win at the buzzer against the Nets taking game one. This is going to be a bloodbath. This is going to be uh, it, it's going to be insane to see how this one goes, because I, I don't think either teams are going to give an inch. I think this is kind of going to be more of the same. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. every single one of Kyrie's game checks is going to be going to uh, the league and fines. And <laughs> yeah. you know, he's telling fans to suck his dick uh, <laughs> after the game and the tunnel and stuff. So, I mean, it's going to be, he loves uh, it. He loves it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, Kyrie's, he's never shied, uh, shied away from uh, some confrontations uh, yeah. in, in the past. So, um, but I mean, overall in this game, Jordan, I mean, uh, was there anything glaring that stuck out to you either side? My, my biggest takeaway, Matt, was that this was probably the most intense game one uh, of the first round that I've ever seen. Like yeah. this felt like uh, all the way through pretty much felt like a Eastern conference finals or even a finals game. It was it, uh, unbelievable. Um, you know, obviously two really well-matched teams, but like, like you uh, mentioned the, the history with Kyrie, the jawing, um, you know, how much the Celtics really wanted it, um, you know, two, two teams that, you know, have, have a bit of a history even from last year. So just the intensity was insane. Um, and I, I don't know, like there's after a game like this, obviously there's two ways to think about it. Like if you're Boston, you can either say, Oh, that that's, that's incredible. We, we escaped a, godlike Kyrie performance uh, and come out with a win would have been very, very demoralizing to lose game one, especially a close one. But on the other side, Kevin Durant uh, did not shoot the ball well at all. It wasn't really, uh, you know, he was able to do a few things, you know, in the third quarter, he he played better in the second half a little bit, but he was not, uh, he didn't pop off like Kevin Durant can. Um, And like, your, your role players didn't, no one on the Nets did anything crazy that I think they can't do again. Like, I think, uh, I heard a lot of people kind of online being surprised about Drogic going off for 14 points. And I'm like, Drogic, uh, you know, uh, for as much as I fucking hate him now, because uh, of the yeah, Raptors yeah. saga, he's an experienced playoff guy. He's going to be able to go in there and, and mix it up and, you know, hit his threes and, you know, uh, get to the paint. And he's a really good guy to have. He was a really good pickup for them. Um, Seth Curry can play better. Andre Drummond can play way better. We talked about, you know, especially you, how much you like Bruce Brown only Mm -hmm. had five points yesterday. Like didn't have a, you know, uh, much of a game. And Patty Mills didn't really like uh, only only three points on the game for him. Only played 12 minutes. Um, So like, I think the Nets can, 
play better, even though you're probably not going to get 39 from Kyrie Irving every night. Um, I, I think the Nets on the whole, I, I I would be pretty encouraged if I was them to, you know, go into a, a tough building and, and almost pull out a game one victory. Um, it's the, the, everyone's saying it. I think it's kind of, you know, kind of what we predicted too. This is going to be a long series, uh, hopefully a lot of close games like this. Um, and, you know, give, give Boston credit though, because this is exactly what, what I said and, and, and what you said as well in a close game, you're usually going to you know, count on Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving pulling it out. Um, but you know, Jason Tatum, I, I don't think he's getting enough credit for that little spin at the end. Like when, when you yeah, go to yeah. cut, when you go to cut, you, you know, you, if you catch a ball and just lay it in, that's pretty easy, but he had the presence of mind too. Like he saw Kyrie there as he was catching the ball and like did that spin as he caught it. Cause he also knew he didn't have that much time. Like it's yeah. not like he caught it and then made a spin move. It was like all this shit he was processing at once and to be able to spin it and like put it, you know, spin right at the correct angle to, to get it up there on the glass. I, I thought that was, that wasn't like, uh, you know, the LeBron in whatever it was, 2012 against Indiana when he had that buzzer beater uh, that was just a layup going yeah, to his yeah. left. Like there's different like levels. Uh, usually I, I don't like to give that much credit to someone who lays it in at the buzzer, but that, that layup, you know, because of the spin, because of the time left in the situation, um, I thought that was awesome. Uh, and, you know, obviously the crowd went wild and, uh, you know, Tatum had a good game too, but I, I don't know, man, I'm, interest, I'm interested to hear what, what, what you think about it uh, going forward. But honestly, I'm more encouraged for the net side uh, at, at the end of this one than, than anything. Yeah, well, I, I think that, you know, you were talking about, you know, some of the, especially the role players on uh, the, the the Nets, pardon me, you know, really struggling. Uh, you know, I think that that's just coming with, you know, playing against like one of the best, if not the best defense in yeah, the NBA against the Celtics. I mean, Al Horford, your your DPOI, he had a, had a, a really great game. Uh, some, some, he, had, he even hit a, a fucking spin move, uh, yeah. <laughs> taking the ball up in transition. I was like, whoa, Kyrie. Yeah, uh, yeah but it, it was a... It, Overall, I think that the Nets still have a really good chance to win this series. I mean, that's in Boston as well. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, even if they drop game two in Boston, I think they can probably win game three and four uh, yeah. at home. And then it's, you know, we're back to even basketball. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, we'll, we'll have to see, you know, how things are going to be shaking out, uh, how guys are going to respond to this game. I, I don't think you can count on Kevin Durant to have kind of an off game like this. No, uh, I think he's going to be pissed too. I yeah. think he's going to... Because he, like he, he, he was kind of a little bit sluggish, uh, even in that uh, the play in game they had against the Cavs. He didn't have an awesome game in that one either. No, yeah, um, yeah. so I'm, I mean, hopefully, you know, there's uh, there's no, there's nothing else like going on. He's just kind of, uh, you know, he's human, he's bleeding, uh, just like we do. Uh, yeah. and he's uh, he's just showing a little bit of a, a vulnerability there. Uh, but you know, I, I think when you know the going gets tough for the Nets, he'll be able to step up for them, no problem, uh, yeah. and, and really put the team on his back a little bit more. But you know, Kyrie really, uh, you know, an, an insane game. Uh, you know, another. I was thinking about it like it's it's funny. Some of these guys, and I think especially for Kyrie's case, because you know he was kind of the part time player. You know, you almost forget how good they really are. Uh, yeah. Like like he's like a top three point guard. Uh, but when he's at his best, yeah, yeah, yep. and, and it's and it's kind of it's kind of crazy to think because like usually I'm honestly like when I'm thinking of my top three, top fives in positions, I'm not even really thinking of him anymore. No, uh, yeah, just because you know he just is kind of out of the in and out of lineup stuff like that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this this play of series will really really make people appreciate Kyrie and you know uh, the the work that he does on the basketball court. Um, uh, the the other thing that I think the Celtics did well, especially early on, was you know just kind of uh 
I wouldn't even say outsmarting the uh, the Nets, but trying to they made really a focus to get them into foul trouble on a lot yeah. of you know little tic tac things. You know, Marcus Smart was throwing his body around. Uh, you know, not yeah. not in the way of you know physicality, but in the way of uh, you know flopping his uh, getting his calls there here and yeah. there. Uh, Al Horford, you know, again, I I knew that was going to be a bad matchup. Like Drummond has never been known as a smart basketball player. No. Uh, like I think again, he had three or four fouls in like the second quarter. Uh, yeah. and, and I knew because Al, Al Horford knows exactly what he needs to do. Uh, yeah. you know, to, to to get the ball to to play good defense without even needing to be that physical. Um, so I mean that, yeah, of course. Uh, in the end, you know, we we don't end up seeing Drummond uh, get the game he wants. Nicholas Claxton plays a lot of games, but I mean, yeah. Uh, no, nothing great from him either. Um, so, I mean, and, and I think that, you know, to, to respect Horford, maybe we're becoming a pro Horford uh, podcast. I think here, so. Right? Before Big our Horford ball top, baby. Yeah, that's not, that's not bad. Um, uh, his sister loves uh, loves Twitter. Uh, she's always is up it his on sister it. or is it his wife? Because I never know. I think Who's it's his sister. Cr- okay, okay. I think okay. it's his sister because she. Uh, I mean, I hope it's his sister. Oh yeah, because the fuck Mary Kill. kill the one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that yeah, that'd be funny. Oh um, man. But yeah, it's a uh, it's it's. I think that you know Horford's really uh, you know he's been kind of an X factor for them, and I think if Robert Williams comes back, uh, which you know it's kind of yeah, sounding yeah. like he he will be back at some point in this uh, the series. I mean, that's who do we see? Who do we see first, Matt? Ben Simmons or uh, or Time Lord? Time Lord, hundred percent. I yeah, I would. Yeah, I I, Simmons is supposed to be game. I he game four maybe. As I said, coming into the playoffs, if Ben Simmons comes back at all, then that is insane to me. Like I I would yeah. I I'm I'm almost in the camp right now that I don't even. I'm not going to believe that he's back until I actually see. Oh yeah, I, I I think that's. The, the right keeps, way to go because it just keeps going longer and longer I know. and longer. Like at this point, it's going to be like game seven, NBA finals, Ben Simmons ready to shoot <laughs> up. And it's going to be like th- down three points. He passes away of the wide open dunk. What is he doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't really know what the fuck's going on. With ben Simmons. I don't really care anymore. Well, he posted um, that Instagram story of him, like looking down with his shoes on the court with like the, fucking angry face with the smoke coming out of the nostrils. So, you know, he, he's sure. ready, Matt. He, he's sure. ready to go. Yeah. He's yeah. shooting threes. He's, he's, he's dunking it. He got some of the reporters. To, he, he looked over at them at one of the Nets practices and said, make sure you get this. And then he went I and, saw and dunked that. it. It wasn't um, even a good so dunk. He's ready he just, to, it was always a shit dunk. Like you're 6'11", Ben. I'm not impressed by that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Look at oh, me man. on the fucking the Fisher Price hoop, man. Just how you like to hang on that shit. <laughs> Uh, and also, yeah. Matt, but, but uh, b- before you keep going and before we move on from this game, um, like Ramadan Kyrie might need to be put up there with, you know, uh, Hoodie Mellow, USA Mellow. Mm-hmm. Um, untucked you know, Jersey uh, Kyrie. Untucked Jersey Kyrie. Uh, Mass you know, LeBron. Uh, Mass LeBron biting the Jersey Kobe, like all, all the pantheon of the of the greats, uh, because this game was a 3.30 game. Uh, you're not allowed to eat or drink anything, not even water, while the sun is still up. So he yeah. did all that, that 39, all that sauce, everything he gave to Defensive Player of the Year finalist Marcus Smart. Uh, that was on no no fucking nutrition in his body yeah. since yeah. Uh, before sun sunrise. So uh, that makes it like doubly as impressive. So, yeah, Jesus Christ. Kyrie, one of the craziest talents we've ever seen. I wish he did this all the time. I wish he always played. Uh, that'd be That'd be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, we'll uh, we'll see how this goes, and uh, you know this is, this is yeah this is probably the series to watch right now. Oh, it was um, crazy. It's uh, a absolute wild finish. Uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll keep our eyes closely uh, on this one. But uh, another great finish uh, last night. Uh, Bucks and Bulls a lot closer than I think a lot of people probably were gonna see that think game one was gonna go. Um, yeah. But uh, you know here we are. Uh, it looked like the Bucks were running away with it. I think they had about a sixteen point lead in the the, the yeah. first half. 
but the Bulls really came back. They uh, kind of pushed them to the limits. Um, it, it didn't end up working out. You know, they they had a chance to to get that tie or cut it to one, uh, and they just couldn't get that couldn't get the bucket to drop for them. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, Demar Derozan kind of going back to Demar Derozan. Oh, uh, it's we kind of predicted it. Sadly, uh, you know, we said that we weren't going to buy into the Bulls really having much of a chance until uh, we see DeRozan be able to perform in the playoffs. And this again, we this is a bad matchup for the Bulls. This is a horrible, horrible matchup for the Bulls all around. Yeah. But it, again, it, it doesn't help when the, your best player shoots six for twenty five. <laughs> not a typo. Not a. I'm not misspeaking or anything here. Six or twenty five. That's the that's the playoff DeRozan that we have all seen. It's the reason that you know our hair's falling out. Uh, we got these crow's feet. It's a. Uh, it, it's a tough. It's a tough yeah. life that we live. Uh, and Bulls yeah. fans, uh, get used to it, baby. It doesn't get yeah. much better than that. I mean, no. he, he had. Hey, he had ten rebounds. That's uh, he, he did. Or par- pardon me, though no, he had eight rebounds. Oh no, that was Levine that had ten. Levine yeah. stats, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, Levine shot six for nineteen. Also, <laughs> wasn't good. So obviously, yeah, I mean, he's big, oh, buddy, big bro. Uh, you know, DeRozan obviously rubbing off on him, which is uh, yeah. V- Vucevic again, best player. Vuce, not, holy shit, nine for twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah. Like I these know. guys couldn't shoot a lick. It was the it was brutal. And the game, game was still close. I mean, what does that what does that say? I mean, my god. And that you was know, just that was just because the Bulls' defense is Alex Caruso. Alex okay, Caruso might was, be the goat. Holy yeah, shit! He was. He I've never seen in. someone. I've never seen someone who you know finished the game with seven points, you know, three boards and two assists, be the most impactful guy on the yeah. court in that fourth quarter. He was like making every single defensive play. Took the charge on Giannis yeah. at a very very crucial time. Got all these you know steals, and then on the offensive end, uh, you know, hit a big three and basically is the Bulls point guard. Like he, he's yeah. just the Bulls point guard now, which is crazy. Uh, and you know, I, I, I tweeted out because my God, it, it's so funny that the Lakers let this guy go. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean that, that, that was, that was insane that they did that. It would have been uh, nice if they had a, a point guard that could shoot the ball. Okay. Yep. From deep Defend and play really bit. great defense. Yeah. It would have been mm-hmm. something else. Eh? Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, you know, to think, but I guess, you know, he's got that championship pedigree now. Uh, yep, he you know, Caruso knows, uh, you know, he knows what it takes. Um, whereas nobody else on the bulls, uh, you know, has, has that knowledge has been there before, um, going forward. I mean, I think the only way the bulls can get back into this is DeRozan shakes these cobwebs up. Um, like, I mean, this is a game I think they're going to kick themselves for because that, I don't know how, I don't know if they're going to get another chance like this, especially on the road. Like you had this, this, this in your grasp and you, you just couldn't hold on. They had a lead in the fourth quarter for God's sakes. Like they, this should have been the Chicago steel. They should have, they should have really been able to pull this Rio game one, but uh, you know, because holiday holiday and Middleton had bad games on the other side too. Like they yeah. Went yeah. Only, hit, well only hit a couple shots. Middleton. I'm starting to get a little bit worried for him, man. He's, <laughs> he's been ever since the all-star break. He's kind of, yeah, he's, he's, he's smoking the Wiggins pack, man. Yeah. He's, he hasn't, uh, he hasn't shown me really anything. He's just kind of looked like an unathletic shooter that yeah. is not really playing like a great shooter right now. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not really sure what that's all about. I mean, Giannis was Giannis. Uh, whenever he wanted, he just decided to fucking go down the lane and space jam arm dunk on guys 
he did, but Giannis, uh, that that foul that they called at the end there on Pat Williams boxing Giannis out. Oh, that was that should have been an over the back, and yeah, I thought that's 100%. what they were going to call. And mm-hmm. because you know what, what the fuck did Pat Williams do? He's just you know boxing out like yeah, anyone yeah. normally would, moving back. Giannis obviously makes it look like something's happened to him, but he's the one who jumped over the dude. Uh, yeah. And so I was sure they were going to call it on him. Uh, and I, I thought maybe uh, Billy Donovan would challenge it because I thought even if you uh, you know go to the replay and look at that, that that's maybe overturned. But um, they, they got lucky there because you know if Giannis yeah. fouls out at that spot, I think you know the Bulls have a good chance of, of pulling that one out. So that, oh, that was yeah, unlucky sure. there. But well, man. I think. Again, the the refs, they know. They know. Oh, uh, I mean, that yeah. was a star call. I mean, they, yeah. they probably they knew he had five, but they weren't going to let him foul up for some bull. Day. But the thing is, I'd rather you just don't call anything. Like, if you're going sure. to have something like that happen. Like, I mean, and again, Patrick Williams, I mean, that was uh, – he got ho- he got hosed on that one. Yeah. Um, like, what I mean, what yeah, the fuck he, did he do wrong? I don't no. understand. Like, that, what, what That's the textbook, you know, legal, legal guarding position. He's got yeah. him behind him, and Giannis is the one in the air. Like literally jumped over his back is what yeah. the foul is called. Like it's, uh, it's I, insane. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure what the the how the rule book was going to go. Again, this is why we were saying before in the uh, on the podcast. You know, we got we got to start being able to interview these refs, start to, you know asking them for some accountability out here because uh, that's uh, that's kind of a horseshit call. I want to <laughs> I want to understand how many bands you had on the game there. Uh, yeah, it's uh, true. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, it's it's promising though to me that the bulls were even able to make this a competitive oh, yeah. game. Um, and, you know, we've seen the matchup well in the regular season, but the, you know, the bulls obviously kind of cooling off as the, uh, the, the tail end of the season happened. I think that they're kind of frustrated. I think this is a bad, like it's really bad timing that they hit their all time low, essentially right. As they get into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really just going to take, you know, one win to galvanize them. I just, yeah. I just don't know when that's even going to be able to happen. Like maybe game uh, three when they get to Chicago with that, because you know that crowd is going to be insane. Uh, maybe they can put some life into them. Uh, but I mean, that's that's not really a guarantee. At the end of the day, the fans can cheer as loud as they want. Uh, you know, when you're with, with the guys on the court, have got to get something done. Yeah. Uh, and right now, I just don't know if they've got the personnel to do it against the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I think like the roadmap, uh, I, I mean, I'm rooting for the Bulls for sure. And I remember in t- 2019, like the Raptors went into, uh, you know, uh, Milwaukee uh, for, for their Eastern Conference final series and lost a really close game one, uh, a game that they really should have won. Kyle Lowry went off for like 30 mm-hmm. some points um, and everyone was saying kind of the same things like, oh, you you don't, you know, take advantage of, of that one. You're, you're kind of screwed. And then, you know, lo and behold, the next game, the Bucks pretty much blow them out at home. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, the series shifts and it's a tough, I, I think it went to triple overtime if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, something insane, uh, maybe just two, um, but you know, the Raptors pulled it out and then obviously won the series in six. So I can at like, it, it, it is kind of that, that feeling where Milwaukee will feel really, really motivated to, you know, say, okay, we, we let these guys into this game. We probably shouldn't have. And in game two, just come out and whack them. And then, you know, it's going to be, whether the bulls can, you know, really harness the energy from their, their crowd back in Chicago and, and get a win um, and, and make this series interesting, but it's going to be tough. Um, you know, yet DeRozan's got to play better and shoot better, but so does Levine. Like Levine yeah, only yeah. had 18, like 18 from DeMar uh, and, and Levine. That, that's not just going to get it done. You need, you need, you know, 20 plus from probably both those guys um, to make this game interesting. And, you know, if, if Vooch is your leading scorer, that that's not a good sign. Like I'm, I'm, I'm glad Vooch had, you know, good, good totals at the end, you know, 20, 24 and 17 is no joke, but um, you know, you, you want your perimeter guys to, to be on first yeah. um, and then, you know, Vooch to, um, you know, kind of pick up the scraps. Um, so we'll see if, 
if they can pick it up. But uh, yeah, I, it kind of feels like one that they should have got and Milwaukee might just step on the gas here and, uh, uh, you know, put them out of their misery. Um, you know, it, it's one they definitely should have got. I really didn't like that Levine shot at the end when they were down three and he came kind of off a, a high screen right at the top, uh, you know, of the key um, and and pulled up for a deep three. I, I thought there yeah, was still yeah. enough time in the game. You take it to the yeah. basket, you know, make something happen. Um, and when he missed that, you know, that that pretty much sealed it. So well, better, better he, shot selection. I mean, it's his first, yeah. first fucking playoff game, for God's yeah. sake. So well, you know, even, what, the, even the DeRozan, the, he tried to get that the, 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 the first shot, though, before that, he tried the turnaround bank yeah. shot. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> all respect to, to, you know, DeRozan here. You, this guy's cold. Why are you yeah. giving the ball to him? Like, I don't, I, I didn't it's understand that. Literally, why not? Just drop some kind of a, <laughs> yeah. a, a like a use, use DeRozan and Levine as some kind of a, you know, distraction, uh, some kind of a prop, and then set up some kind of a, a down screen for, for Caruso. I mean, I don't yeah. see why, uh, you know, why they couldn't have at that point. Um, yeah. But it's know. really unlucky they don't have Lonzo Ball for this because I think oh, he yeah. would have really made a big difference in this series. Yeah. For as sure. a defender, too. Like, you throw him on. Um, you know, Middleton or uh, Holiday. He, he's 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 a like decent defender with with long arms. He, he makes it. He'll make life really hard for those guys and be exactly what they need on offense. So, yeah, I I, I think with him, you know, the series would be pretty interesting. But I don't know. I, I can see Milwaukee really kind of you know being pissed off a little bit about this one and uh, coming out uh, very very motivated to maybe wrap this thing up quickly. So we'll, we'll yeah. see how it goes. We'll see if the Bulls can can you know. Uh, take the punch and, and, and come right back. Well, uh, the next game that we're going to be breaking down from uh, the Sunday slate, uh, and we'll, we'll see how long we even have to speak about this one. But, uh, <laughs> you know, this this one, I, I feel like we really got on our crystal ball on, uh, you know, the, the Atlanta Hawks and uh, the Miami Heat. Uh, obviously, we didn't know what the man, matchup oh, was going to be when we recorded on Friday. But, you know, I, I, I said it was going to be a sweep if they played the Hawks. Uh, yep. And for this exact reason, yep. everybody loves to suck Trey Young's dick. <laughs> um, I, I'm sorry, but it's true. This, like, I've, I, I'm not like a Trey Young hater, but I'm very close. Um, yeah. People want him to be like they treat him like he's this insane, like generational talent. He's amazing. He's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but he's very one dimensional. Like he's just a scorer. Hey, Matt, Matt, the, uh, the the Luka Doncic Trey Young trade was the most balanced trade in NBA I saw, history. I saw that tweet. I was. Like, <laughs> I hate how many no. people are trying to make. I'm like, no, it's really not. Like, it's, like it was like, like it wasn't a bad trade. But no, like, no, no. Here at Atlanta, I'm sure you'd rather have most, Luka. Yes, yes, by um, by a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I did see that. That's that's fucking blasphemy. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the, the like Trey Young playing against the Miami Heat. I said it was going to happen. If you ha- play against a veteran team that's defensive oriented, yeah. they're going to fuck them up. And what happens? Eight fucking points. Yeah, one yeah. for twelve. Like if I'm uh, if I'm correct yep. on, uh, on on the shooting. No, you're right. Yep. I'm I. He was horrible. He was terrible. And when he's not on, like when he's not on the court, averaging thirty and fifteen, the Hawks are shit. They yeah. brought John Collins back, so obviously he yeah, was never that hurt. He was just waiting to see if they make the playoffs. <laughs> um, and obviously by the fact he didn't play the plan, he probably didn't even think they were going to. Um, yeah. So when I saw John Collins was back, I'm like, okay, maybe they get you know one game on the Heat. After yeah. that game, pff, no chance, man. No chance. Like, yeah, it might. Because, again, they, if they just continue exactly what they did, which – they could easily do. Uh, Jimmy Butler looked great. Like he, they, they could easily clamp up Trey Young, keep this going again. Maybe Trey is able to break this press and break this uh, this defense for one game, and you know maybe go off for twenty five yeah. or twenty six. But I don't, I don't see it. No, I don't see it either. I mean, I, I just think that the Miami Heat are too good. They're too smart, too deep. 
I, I think this is going to be a pretty open and shut case, uh, dead on arrival for, uh, for Trey young. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a rough game for him. Like, I mean, he, uh, like it is kind of the worst matchup for him. Like to, to, to a team with a whole bunch of fucking defenders, you, you can't really switch anyone onto you and have any sort of favorable matchup. Um, and then kind of like the Raptors, you know, when the heat come down the court, you don't really know where they're going to, they don't have that one yeah, guy you yeah. can focus in. And then, you know, they, they picked on Trey young uh, a little bit too. And, you know, uh, obviously Duncan Robinson, uh, caught fire <laughs> at the game of his life. Um, you know, making that, that contract worth it, uh, after that one game, but like no one else on the heat played that well. Like, like True, I, I, yeah. Jimmy Butler, had, like scoring the ball wise, like Jimmy Butler had a great game with 21, but Kyle had 10 bam only had six. Uh, yeah. PJ Tucker had 16 points. Uh, and Tyler Hero only had six off the bench. Like, yeah, they, these guys can play so much better, but they still just, this game was not close at any sort. Like it was over uh, when, when it tipped off. Like um, the the Hawks, just kind of like we talked about. Like they just they 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 have no chance of defending uh, this kind of balanced Miami attack. And then Miami takes away everything that they try to do. Uh, like they the Bam uh, completely controlled the paint in this game. Like there was there was nothing you know defensively. He he ate everything up. Uh, and just the the physical perimeter defenders that they have. Uh, there's so many of them that Trey Young's not going to get a break. Not, not like at no point in the game um, yeah. is he, is he going to be able to go, okay, I can go off here. I can like, even when the, the guys they bring off the bench and the way they defend as a team um, it's just, he, he couldn't get anything going. And then, you know, w- Trey Young is the one who needs to get going to get all the other guys going. So yeah. like, it's, it's not like he can have a bad game and anyone else can bail them out. Uh, it, it's really solely dependent on him, um, you know, because, you know, when he gets his scoring going, that's when he can, you know, spray it out to Bogdanovich and, and Hunter and, and Gallo and all these guys. Um, but if he's not, if he, if he's not really a threat, if, if Miami doesn't even have to really worry about Trey Young, they, uh, no one else on this team is that, you know, good uh, second scorer that can go get their own shot reliably. Well, that's the thing. He's the only guy on that team that can really get his own shot besides, yeah. you know, maybe old man Lou Williams. Like, yeah, well, uh, exactly. I mean, yeah. even then, like, I think he's pretty well over the hill. So, I mean, I wouldn't rely yeah. on him in a, in a game, uh, game, game series against the, the, the best team in your conference. No, for sure. And, you know, John Collins, uh, for as much of, you know, uh, as much as I, I'm a fan of his game and liked him in last year's playoffs, he's another guy pretty reliant on Trey Young. Like he, he's not going to, yeah. you're not going to give him the ball out there and, you know, get him to make some sort of move um, and, and go and score. So I, I think, you know, and we've seen this a lot pretty much through the year when Trey Young struggles, the, the Hawks just uh, don't really win that many games. Um, and I think the Heat know that uh, they're one of the best, you know, prepared teams in the league, um, you know, in terms of, you know, scouting and, and, and knowing how to handle certain guys. So, yeah, I, I could see Atlanta winning. Like I said before, I could see Atlanta winning one game at home if the Heat kind of relax a little bit. But I could see it being a sweep, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm we'll see. I think I, 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 th- I think the most I could see is maybe a gentleman sweep game for yeah. in Atlanta. Maybe in the, they, they get something done. Uh, overall though, I think this is going to be more of the same, uh, you know, well, and again, even in through all this, the Miami, he didn't even have to play that well, as you said, no, yeah, they, no. they pretty much just, you know, moved the ball in transition. Yep. 
Duncan Robinson, I guess, is only good in the playoffs. So, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. But, uh, you know, I, I, I really didn't see anything that impressed me or enticed me to believe uh, in the Hawks in this one. And uh, I, I think it's, it's probably going to be more of the same, uh, you know, as we, as we continue on through, uh, yeah. through the playoffs. Uh, but, uh, you know, another game that I think will likely be more the same, the other one, eight matchup. I mean, yep. it, it looked like a 60 win team versus a, yeah. 30, a 30 win team. Uh, the, the Phoenix suns crushing, just slapping the shit right out of the Pelicans. Uh, I don't care for the Pelicans anymore. I can, I, I mean, I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, they made I'm done. Money. I washed my hands clean yeah. of this, uh, 11 <laughs> points they lost by, uh, which, uh, you know, doesn't really reflect how much no. slap that this, uh, this really was, uh, at the end of the day for the, the Phoenix Suns, the spread was 10 and a half. So that really sucks for yeah. uh, any of the, <laughs> any of those uh, guys who wanted to back the, the Pelicans to cover. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, nobody on the, the Pelicans could get going. I mean, Jonas was a, essentially their best player. Uh, like he was mad. He didn't, he, he didn't get big dog of the year. He was mad, man. He 20, 25 hey, boards. Almost. Yeah. Almost a 20 and 20 game. But I mean, he, he didn't look great out there. Uh, no. <laughs> a lot of times, like he, he can't play defense against the Suns. No. They're way too fast, way too, uh, you know, up tempo for him. Yeah. Uh, all the young guys really showed their age uh, in this one for the Pelican. Uh, I mean, Herb Jones didn't like, didn't look like the playing Herb Jones that we knew and loved, nope. uh, you know, t- two, two for eight shooting. Uh, I mean, I mean, Trey Murphy barely took a, uh, took shots. I mean, uh, CJ, CJ had a nice stat line, you know, he, he could have shot the ball a lot better as well. Uh, Brandon Ingram, same thing, you know, the, like, this is just, you know, a great team versus an okay team. It's yeah. I, I I think this one is going to be again same thing as the the Heat and Hawks. Like I I don't think there's any way the, like the Pelicans steal one here at this point. Uh yeah. like maybe again they get a game 3 or a game 4 rather uh and then get to, you know the gentleman sweep out of the way. Um yeah. but I mean the the Suns looked amazing. Chris Paul literally just said fuck it in the fourth quarter wanted yep. to get his stats up like yep. it's, it's it's gonna it, it's done. I mean, it's over. Who gives a fuck? Like it's it's, it's it, it, yeah. yeah. It could it could have been worse. I mean, they could have just put the foot on the like the gas pedal the entire game and beat them by thirty. Like I mean, because because they, they they came back like it was within ten towards you know beginning yeah. of the fourth. Uh, you know the the Pelicans played well end of the third. Um, but then like <laughs> it's like there you really don't have a chance even if you you come back and make it close the suns don't lose close games uh, especially not a team like you know with all due respect to you guys the pelicans like the, the the suns will win if it's close going into the fourth if it's close down the stretch they have too many options um and when they lock in on defense uh you know another uh, finalist we we found out all the finalists for the for the awards um, mm-hmm, over the weekend, mm-hmm. uh, you know, end of season awards like Mikhail Bridges, he'll lock you down uh, at, at the end of games. It, it, the Suns, they're they're just too good. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a sweep. I do give credit for the Pelicans; they they made it closer than I thought they would. I thought maybe you know the Suns would, like you said, just kind of run away with it the whole game. So I, I give them credit for for sure, coming yeah, back a little yeah. bit there. Um, but uh, you know, Ingram didn't shoot the, like McCollum and Ingram. They they had okay point totals, but they they just they they had to take way too many shots. weren't very efficient. Uh, McCollum turned it over three times. Ingram turned it over five times. Like the Suns really bothered him. Um, and they, they just, they just don't have anywhere else to go. Honestly, I think this might even be one, you know, even though they didn't shoot it that well, one of the best games that I think, uh, you know, McCollum and Ingram together will be able to play against the Suns, honestly. Um, cause I thought they did make some shots and, you know, uh, finished with, with, with high enough point totals. And, and like you mentioned too, Valanciunas, even though again, seven for 21, 
18 and 25. I don't know how often he's going to be able yeah. to, to do that in this series. So yeah, I, I think it's over. I think it'll be a sweep. Um, but you know, we'll see when the series shifts, uh, kind of like what we were saying, you know, with Miami and a lot of these teams, <laughs> it might just be up to the, uh, you know, the, the higher seed, if they just kind of relax a little bit, one game and, and someone yeah. on the, you know, uh, on the Pelicans here goes off. Uh, but I, I don't see it happening. I, I'm going to say sweep, going to stick with it. Well, and I think it's tough too. I, I before we move on, I mean, uh, you know, it, I think it's it's tough for, and I'll include the Hawks in this too, obviously. But for, for both the the Hawks and the Pelicans, you know, they've already played two games. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, essentially, and the Suns have been sitting at home. They've been chilling. They've been resting. They've been game planning. Yeah. Uh, whereas the Pelicans have exactly. really had that time. Neither of the Hawks, you know, they've been uh, they were in two high intensity games, uh, close games uh, as well. So I mean, it's not like the I guess the the Hawks first game was definitely not close, but uh, you know, the their 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 game to actually get into the playoffs was very close. So I mean, yeah, it's uh it's pretty crazy. Um, you know that that they're they're even in the playoffs, but I mean now they've really got. Find that next that gear, find the reserve energy that they they, they need to kind of get back into this. Because uh, unfortunately for them, you know, obviously they had to they had to take the the hardest road to get there, but they're gonna have to yeah. figure out a way to you know stay on track. Because right now they're uh, they're 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 looking like this could be uh, you know an ugly finish for them yeah. uh, at the yeah. end of the day. So yeah. uh, you know we'll uh, we'll keep uh, a close eye on uh, on the Pelicans. Uh, see see maybe they can steal one here against the yeah. the NBA's best. Uh, to move on to the uh, the, the Saturday slate, uh, all the Sunday games broken down. We might as well get it out of the way, Flegel, uh, if we're talking about the Saturday slate. Uh, oh, the Toronto no. Raptors got fucking gobsmacked, beat the oh. shit out of, taken to town, taken around back. Uh, all, all the possible analogies for a classic good old-fashioned beatdown. Uh, yep. They all stand true in this one. Okay. My biggest takeaway... And it's not really anything crazy. I don't think it's any uh, any kind of a controversial take. Um, the reason the Raptors lost was because they played like pussies. <laughs> Every other game that they played uh, in the regular season, when they went three three out of they won three out of the four games they played against the the Philadelphia 76ers, they still attacked the paint. They weren't yeah. afraid of Embiid. Why the fuck? Are now and they were turning away. I don't know if it's them or if Nick Nurse is like, oh, we should do this draw in and kick out shit. That didn't uh, work. Why the fuck did they do it all game? Attack him. If yeah. he's, he's their biggest threat by far. By far, no. he's their biggest threat. I mean, except for when Tyrese Maxey's unguarded the whole yeah, game and goes shit. off. Like that was insane. He 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 played phenomenal. I mean, you can't say anything else. I and mean, he had a great game. No. Yeah. Um, but pretty much everything the Raptors could have done wrong, they did. Yeah, it was horrible. That's classic playoff Raptors. Classic game one curse, still alive and well. Um, yeah. The fucking the yeah, that, that was driving me insane. Attack him. Try and get yeah. him in foul trouble. Do something like he's killing you on the other end with getting all these knickknack calls. You might as well yeah. see if the refs yeah. will be able to call the whistle on the other end. I, I I didn't think like your perimeter guys aren't hitting shots. Yeah. I don't know what the fucking point of that was. You you guys are known for running and gunning and hitting the rim. I, I it just really boggled my mind as to what the hell they were thinking on that game. Uh, obviously, everything else goes to shit. It's a horrible, crazy game. They're getting killed. Uh, Fred Van Vliet fouls out, and then the worst part about all this, not even, I don't even care about the loss at this point. Scotty Barnes with the the, the high ankle sprain, probably not going to be. Good. As far as I know, he's not playing today. As we were not game, yeah, not today, no. Um, that's a huge loss. I mean, he's yeah. a rookie, but he was he one was, of the best players, if not the best player on the Raptors, uh, against the Sixers on this one. It was so well. It was, uh, you know, and it was a fluke. I mean, Embiid didn't do it on purpose. There was no, no, no. I don't think it was any ill will on that one, but I mean, 
my biggest takeaway is these guys just have to fucking man up. And I think when Scotty goes down, they got to galvanize around a guy who's such a positive, you know, uh, and yeah. young force around in the, in the locker room, they yeah. got to figure something out. And I think that they need to go out there and be like, you know what? We're, we're, we're men. We're, we're going to give them something. And they got to throw a haymaker right back at them. They've got to go right into the teeth of the, of the beast here. Uh, yeah. Because <clears throat> if you don't, then a just going to rest up. He's not going to do anything. He's going to sit his ass in the paint. And then when you get down to the other end, he's going to, do some kind of James Harden rip through, even though he's seven feet tall and they're going to yeah. give him the ball. So yeah, you, you, you got to find a way to neutralize him. Yeah. And I thought, like, I thought the Raptors did an okay job on Embiid. Like a lot of the times he just was, you know, they, they doubled him uh, quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. Not as many times as I thought they would, but, but you know, the, he was getting kind of frustrated there towards the end, still had 19 and 15 at the end of the day, but, you know, missed his two threes and went five for 15. Um, I, I thought they did fine. Uh, you know, it, it was Maxi obviously that really broke their back. And I just, I don't, something happened. Like the, the Raptors played good, like initial defense on possessions. And then it would just fall apart. Like the layups that Philly was getting, like they, what did they shoot? Uh, you know, as a team, they shot 51%. Like they were uh, like, and, and 50% from three too. Like they, yeah. they were getting way too many wide open shots. Uh, the Raptors defense was just, just a step slow. Like they just weren't like finishing off possessions. Like they were, they were kind of doing the right thing at the beginning and then it would just kind of break down. Um, and I don't know, like so many things went wrong. Like so many people were getting fucking slapped in the face. I think OG lost a tooth. Uh, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure. He, he, got, he uh, took whacked, it, picked, by, picked it up and showed, showed it to it the ref. <laughs> and the ref was like, I don't know. Uh, it's James Harden. What, what can we do? Yeah. Like yeah. it's like the, even the Raptors though, like, they didn't shoot the ball that badly, like, like uh, between Fred and, and Pascal and, and OG and, and Scotty only took six, uh, like they all shot pretty well. Gary Trent obviously came, you know, it came out, he wasn't playing that well. It came out, he was dealing with some sort of Ill- illness. Um, and well, he he's was still he now. Was, he, I hope that that's the case. Cause he was, Bad. Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, first playoff game. So, I mean, I think that a lot of people forget that too. Like yeah. I actually forgot like halfway through the game. I was like, man, why the fuck does he look like this? And I'm like, oh, well, it's his first ever playoff game. Cause he, yeah. if he missed, he, he missed four wide open, sh- like threes. Uh, I know. And I was like, bro, come on. This is like all we need from you right now. Uh, I know. I know. And I, I, I expect him to be better. Hopefully he's over it, uh, you know, and, and can be ready to go in, in game two here. Yeah. Um, but, and then, you know, Thad Young does whatever the fuck with the hyper extension to his hand. Like another yeah. guy who was going to be, you know, he, he was getting minutes and he was, uh, you know, he didn't score, but you know, it, was as that game went on playing a, you know, a important role. Uh, yeah. The, the veteran, you know, know, knows what to do, you know, especially defensively, he's not going to make any plays that hurt you. So, you know, he, him and, and Barnes uh, likely not to play for game two, uh, you know, doubtful. Um, and that's, that's a big blow to, to the rotation. Like an already very deep, shortened, not shortened a deep rotation. Roster, yeah. No, like we might, uh, we might see uh, more of Utah out there, which, which will be kind of fun, but uh you know, not, not something you, you want ultimately. So yeah, I don't know. Like, I think the Raptors can definitely play better. This wasn't like the worst case scenario. I thought James Harden actually had for who he is now, basically a, a pretty good game. Like he, yeah. he, he was hitting his step back threes, um, you know, uh, he was dishing out 14 assists and, you know, getting to the rim, you know, getting a stupid little foul calls. Um, and uh, I, I think I, like him and Maxi, I don't think they're going to have that good of a performance uh, going forward every single game. Like, I think, I think that's fine. And even Tobias Harris finished with 26. Like he, he, he was hitting stuff. Like, I think yeah. if, if, if there's any positive takeaway for the Raptors is that the Sixers played really well, like shooting the ball yeah. almost from, you know, from every level um, from, you know, how much you can reasonably, reasonably expect their guys other than Embiid to step up. I thought they were, you know, an A plus. So I think, 
you know, if the Raptors come back, if as long as Fred Van Vliet stays out of fucking foul trouble, doesn't pick up three first half fouls, um, he can be out there to sort of, you know, hit the big shots when they need it. As long as, you know, Gary Trent can shoot the ball better. Um, I, I think it really, really is bad luck losing Scotty Barnes, but I think, you know, of all the starters to lose, they can kind of mitigate it. They can handle it. Like if Pascal was down or Fred or, you know, even OG, I think it would be more of an issue. Um, and, you know, hopefully Scotty Barnes can come back when, when the series shifts back to Toronto. Um, we'll, we'll see how serious of a sprain this is at the end of the day. Um, but I still give the Raptors a good chance to win game two and ultimately win this series in six, but yep. they're going to have to play better defense. And, and like you said, yeah, they were just, they were being kind of, they were, they were scared of getting in the paint. They were kind of playing tentatively. They were, they didn't look like the Raptors. So, no, no. Uh, you know, if, if the Raptors can come back and look like themselves and just play better overall and just defend, you know, they, they, they kind of did the opposite of what we were thinking. Like, you know, we were saying, you know, let Embiid get his fucking stats. Uh, don't, don't let anyone else go off, you know, deal with everybody else. But the opposite happened. Embiid kind of had a so-so game and everyone else uh, just went off. So, you know, I kind of, you know, f- flip the the defensive sort of uh, game plan a little bit here. Hopefully I, I give Nick Nurse the credit to do that. You know, he's one of the best coaches in the league at making adjustments. Um, so, you know, it, it was tough, but I, I'm still encouraged the Raptors can turn this around. They just got to, you know, look at themselves in the mirror and get back to what they do best. Yeah. Um, and I still give them a good chance, but it was a lot of bad luck in game one, honestly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm not really sure what they've been doing on defense a lot of the time. Like it was, the, yeah. the focal, like I, I feel like they were trying one thing and switch it to another, like yeah, just yeah. Run, a, run a half court trap. Fuck it. Just like, yeah. I like just take the ball away from, uh, from those ball handlers or at least make it harder for them. Like. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, yeah, Hubie, he brought it up a couple times. He said, like, in the first quarter, he's like, that's the fourth time that the the Sixers have brought the court, the ball up on half court and just walked in I know. through the lane. I know. And that's what, and that was the biggest thing that I thought could win, like help them win this series if they were going to win it was playing pressure on the ball when it's yes. been brought up. I didn't understand what the fuck being they were a doing. good defensive team. Like I, yeah, all you need to do is pressure. Tyrese Maxey again. He's pretty like he's sophomore. He's pretty much still a rookie. It's his yeah. first playoff game ever. Like yeah. what you got, you can't be letting that guy go off. And now yeah. he's going to have confidence. I mean, I'm sure, you know, that, that could go to bite him and we'll see how he plays in game two, because, you know, I, I'm sure he's going to think that he's got the ultra green light now. Yeah. Um, but it, there was, there was a lot, a lot of small things that just built up and built up and built up. And then it results, yeah. you know, in a 20 point blowout, like 131 yeah. points should never be scored. Uh, no, in a no. game. That's, a, that's embarrassing. That's like, yeah. re- that's a regular season defense. That's not a playoff defense. Yeah. Thing. And a bad defense, even in the regular season, like yeah. you'd be, you'd be embarrassed for that total even then. So yeah. It, it, yeah. They, they've got to tighten up the screws on defense. That was, that was ridiculous. Um, and then if you do that, you don't even need to change what you do offensively that much. I mean, I think, uh, you know, 111 uh, total should be enough for you to be, you know, e- at least close uh, at the end of like a playoff game. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Again, I thought, you know, if Pascal's going to score at 24 and, you know, Fred still had 18, even though he was kept off the court so much of the game with with foul trouble. Like, I think it, it's it's more about the defense than it was offensively. Like I thought, you know, offensively, they, they did OK. They're going to have to pick up the slack that Barnes, uh, you know, uh, with, with Barnes out in game two. But it's just the defense. They got, got to tighten it up. That did, it was not a typical Raptors defensive uh, no, game. Yeah. So they got they got to get back to that. Well, we'll uh, we'll see how they they bounce back tonight, Monday night. Uh, as you're listening to this, it's a win. Know, we need a win, baby. Hey, baby. Yeah, we we, we need this one. Uh, I need it like you need to breathe. But uh, we'll 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 see how it goes. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be another entertaining game. That's for sure. Um, moving on now. 
I didn't we I mean I don't think we had huge expectations about the series going into it. Um but the the T-Wolves versus the Grizzlies. What <laughs> fucking lightning in the bottle. I mean that first Crazy. quarter they were on pace for like a like both to be around like 150 points. Like it was like yeah. a 40 they both had like around 40 points in that first quarter. Just yeah. back and forth insanity. Um and you know the Timberwolves able to steal this first one and I, we kind of touched on it and I just thought, I didn't think the Grizzlies would, you know, be down as early as they were. And I think that, you know, kind of was uh, what screwed them. Yeah. I, I said, this would probably be a five game series. Um, yeah. it's pro- I, I, now that just from watching that one game, this could be a game, this could go to seven. Yeah. Your yeah. team is really, you know, jaw didn't have, uh, you know, his, his, his usual like dominating performance, you know, not, not a bad game uh, yeah. by any means, but uh, he, he, he really wasn't, you know, taking over the way that he has uh, overall throughout the season when he's healthy. Um, you know, I think cat also was a fucking beast. Like he looked oh. like a top center in the league, like a top yep. player. Uh, absolutely. Like our big dog of the year, Steven Adams got absolutely just played off the court. Yeah. It was so yep. bad. Um, Jaron Jackson jr. Same thing. Like a guy who's not like, like a got yammed on the year got killed. Absolutely killed. Uh, I mean, jaw got, got one back uh, yeah, did, on yeah. D low, but it wasn't, wasn't quite the same. Uh, just doesn't hold the magnitude as, you know, when two big, uh, big bulls, you know, collide heads on that yeah. one. Um, but yeah, it's, it was a, it was a great game, really exciting to watch. And the Timberwolves obviously, yeah, they steal this one again. I, I don't, yeah, I don't think this is over. I think this is going to keep on going because neither team has any real experience. I think that's kind no. of what's setting it apart. Like, even though, you know, the, the Timberwolves were, were not even on like close to being on par with the, the, the with the Grizzlies, yeah. uh, in the regular season, uh, when it comes down to it, I mean, they have equal to playoff, uh, series yeah. experience and neither team has like. Uh, like any real, like a lot of old guys, like Patrick no, Beverly on the uh, on Patrick Beverly for the Timberwolves, uh, and uh, you know Stephen Adams, I guess for uh, for the Grizzlies. Like it's not there's not many people on either side that can really say you know I've been on a deep playoff run. Yeah, and I think they're the two youngest playoff teams to to uh, you know face each other, but like just in general in the last like 25 years, like they're two of the, yeah. the, the youngest, you know, at sort of median age teams uh, that we have. And it, it really showed, especially for jaw, like towards the end of that game, when it was, you know, sort of still hanging in the balance, like he, I, I didn't think he was playing that well. Like, I think he was trying to go like play hero ball, trying to get, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, drive in against five. Like he, I think he really showed his youth uh, towards the end of that game. And uh, like, we, again, Memphis, amazing regular season team, uh, amazing, and st- still could be uh, just as an amazing of a playoff team. Like they, they've still got time. We don't overact, overreact too much to to a game one loss, but like it's just at the end of those games. Like Dylan Brooks, uh, he he's the one you know who who really hit big shots and was an important guy for you down the stretch. Desmond yeah. Bain, again, a guy not with a lot of experience, uh, but you know who who played well. But beyond that, like. Uh, between you know Slomo Anderson and, and Jones and Melton and all these guys coming off the bench um, who you you could rely on in the regular season, they're just not going to do that much for you in the playoffs. Like yeah. you can't. And and even if one does, like you never know which one's going to have you know the the good night. Like which one went to play when. Like it's just tough when you have a you, you rely on a deep rotation like that uh, to sort of figure out how to use it in the playoffs. Um, and so you 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 really just like every other team are left with choosing who your eight guys are. 
Um, but like Steven Adams was a zero offensively for you. Jaron Jackson offensively was not playing well at all. And, you know, defensively, it's not like he did anything to stop cat, uh, or, or anyone else really on the Timberwolves. Um, Brandon Clark, I thought played better than, than Jackson jr. Uh, towards the end of that game, oh, yeah. you know, 13 yeah. and 12, you know, he, he was playing well, but like Canadian made Canadian. Yeah. We got, we got, we've got both of them, Brooks and, uh, and, and Clark, we've got, uh, you know, a little Canadian roster there in Memphis. Um, but, uh, it's, just their rotation beyond jaw is just not like, again, what, what we were all saying, they're young, they're inexperienced and they're not those, you know, killers that are going to go out. Like they, they don't have uh, that secondary guy like Minnesota. If town struggles, uh, you know, in a game, you've got Anthony Edwards for God's sake, who's, who yeah, went off for, for 36 off, yeah. fucking points. Like who's having a really real coming out party, yeah. um, you know, this year looking at like one of the best young stars in the league. Um, and then even for Minnesota, like, the Memphis doesn't even have someone like Malik Beasley, really, who can come off the bench and uh, uh, shoot, uh, you know, four for 10 from three, 20, 23 points, like come out, uh, you know, on fire um, and be that sort of bench guy who really gives you a spark. Like, I don't know, but, but something that you mentioned when, when we were previewing it, Minnesota kind of in a weird way has more of like the star power, more yeah. of the kind of like playoff yeah. ready performers. And Memphis just has, you know, the, the guys that fit their role, but, we're, we're, we, you, you kind of saw everything that we were worried about with Memphis manifest itself in that, just in that first game, just, you know, not having those, um, you know, other than jaw, those guys that you can rely on when, when the going gets tough. So well, I, it took, I, I, it took 20, 20 free throw attempts for jaw as well. I, well, to, exactly. To, get to that yeah. point. Like, I don't think that's exactly. going to, I hope that that's not every game that he's going to yeah, get that many whistles. Like, I mean, he, he so deserves to get them, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be crazy. Like, again, I think, this was the right way for the Timberwolves to play it, though. If you just give Cat the oh, ball, yeah. let him put the pressure on them down low because they don't yep. have anybody. Like, like I still think Stephen Adams in the right like game can you know body him up and disrupt him enough. I'm not saying he's going to clamp him or anything. But, but I think Cat's too fluid. Like Cat knows yeah. how to move. Like he's not like one of those old school big men who you know has cement feet. Um, well, that's the so. thing. I mean, on that one dunk, he caught the ball at the perimeter, and everybody yeah. kind of just stopped moving, and then he just yeah. took that quick bounce, and I think it caught everybody off guard. And then Jaron Jackson Jr. was just there and was like, "Well, fuck it, I might get baptized on this one, but yeah, um, I might as well try to make the play." And then he just um, pushed whoever was nearest yeah, to him. Yeah. He's too pissed off. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, it'll. I think overall, yeah, it'll. It's going to be a close series. Like the Grizzlies are going to fight back. Uh, yeah, they'll bounce back. They'll bounce. It back. It was. It was a tough. Yeah, I, I, that that first the, the run that the the, the that the Timberwolves went on to start the game that really was you know what set it apart. And uh, you know it was it was a thirteen point game in the end of the day. But I mean it, it felt a lot closer than that because a lot of that yeah. was just yeah, the yeah, end yeah. when they were just kind of dicking around the last minute. Uh, me, but thinking about it, me and you should have been like how Jaron Jackson and Jaron Jackson, uh, John Morant and uh, and Cat's dads, uh, yeah. at, the, at the game. We should have been <laughs> at the Pelicans amazing. game, we should have been yeah. at the Pelicans game, uh, with the Clippers, should have been walking around courtside, yeah. yucking it up, uh, you know, talking trash. Uh, yeah. that was a cool little moment. <laughs> uh, always good to see some friendly, uh, friendly competition, uh, yeah. from, from those guys, but uh, yeah, it was a uh, uh, it's, it's going to be an exciting series. No doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, I think and, it'll be uh, closer than maybe we yeah. thought it, it might go six or seven probably. Yeah. It's uh, and, and who knows, man, if the Timberwolves could pull off this upset, I mean, that would be, uh, Oof. that would be pretty insane. I mean, they would be getting, they, who would they be, uh, they'd be getting there. Uh, the, uh, the winner of the about warriors and uh, Mavericks. I mean, I think oh, yeah. it's a, a pretty Wiggins. Wiggins, yeah, revenge. Wiggins revenge series. Yeah. That's all that. Okay. Timberwolves, you might want to mail it in then, man. Uh, <laughs> but we're, 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 we're going to get to that series in just a minute, but first we're going to get back into the, uh, the jazz and the Mavericks. Uh, this one wait again, closer than I thought it was going to be the Mavericks without Luca. Imagine if Luca was healthy. 
Imagine if they don't pull off. Well, I said, I, 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 like, I, 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 I yeah, said, did, like, yeah. uh, I thought it would be close. I, I thought they had a chance to pull it out, but yeah, it was, it was in the end, Donovan Mitchell was too much. Well, and they were up pretty well in that first, uh, that, yeah. in the first quarter, they were, it was close to the half. And then, yeah. yeah, it was emo Donovan Mitchell for the first half. <laughs> it was NBA player Donovan Mitchell for the second yeah. half. Uh, yeah. You know, 30 of 32 points in the second half uh, for yeah. Donovan Mitchell. Uh, you know, Mike Conley, you know, did, did, did what he could. Uh, Gobert, uh, you know, just taking free throws. He was just standing underneath the rim being a, 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 just a defensive guy. He, he Possible de- defensive player of the year finalist, uh, Gobert. Again, once I, again. I told you, I said he's probably going to end up fucking winning it again. <laughs> They're just going to give it to him. I, it's it's oh, stupid, man. but just wait. Um, the, those stats guys love it. Um, but yeah, the, the overall, like the game was, we had well within reach. Like I thought that the map, it was an yeah. exciting game. I actually enjoyed it. It was a good one to kick off the playoffs. Uh, yep. and, and no, nobody really, I didn't think played like abysmally or anything like off. Like, like, like it was really horrible. Like obviously some guys didn't shoot the ball too well. Um, yeah. but overall, I mean, I mean, I, I guess, um, Mr. Latvi and David Davis Bertons, he did get kind of posterized. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, Dinwiddie, he tried to do his thing. Jalen Brunson was great. I mean, that guy's going to get paid, paid, yeah. paid, paid, yeah. uh, by somebody. Um, but yeah, it's, without Luca, this isn't a series. It's a, and that's just the kind of the bottom line to it. Um, yeah. they were playing, you know, uh, in Dallas. So this was a, you know, a bit of a, I think they kind of had some energy to come out of the gates and everything. But after you take this loss and it's kind of seeming like, like, like Luca is not going to be able to play game two either. No, I don't think he's playing. Game so two. if he, if I, I think if he's out, the Utah jazz probably go two Oh, and this is going to be like a five, six game series. Like I could see Luca being so good that he, when he comes back, he could will them into like a game seven and, you know, make yep. this an interesting series. Cause I think with him, they do like, they are clearly, I think they have a better team. Yes. Um, but it's just, this is horrible, horrible timing. And like, I, I, at first I was kind of in the camp where it's like, how the fuck do you play Luca in the last game of the series or season? And as much as I, I do agree <clears throat> that like, you shouldn't be playing him anyways. It's like, He's a young guy, and you you get him out there. You don't expect it to be like a random strain. Like he was just kind of like no. it wasn't like he went and jumped up and a guy elbowed him in the face, or he went up for a layup and blew his knee out or something. He was just kind of you know playing the game, and something happened to happen to him like while and, he was on the court. And the Mavericks like still had seeding up in the air in that last. It's not like they knew what their yeah. seed was going to be. Like they could have won if they had won, and the Warriors had lost their last one. Uh, you know, Dallas could have been the third seed if things played out. So it's not like. It would have been ridiculous if their seed was already known. If 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 there was, um, you know, their their playoff kind of uh, position was was of uh, you know already determined. Uh, there's sure, no yeah, way. Yeah. There's no way you can justify playing Luca in that last game. But you know, yeah, it was kind of a freak thing. Uh, it just really really bad bad luck to, to happen in the last last game of the regular season right before the playoffs. And uh, yeah, I. From what I've heard, unless something crazy happens, there's no way he's playing game two. Yeah. And there might even be no way he plays game three. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know. He's a pretty competitive guy, but he's really like, um, you know, begging the doctors to to let him, yeah. you know, to clear him and let him go back there. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how long he's ultimately out. But yeah, if I don't know, I mean, it'll make the series pretty interesting if he comes back games three and four, because I yeah. can see him oh, winning yeah. that. Uh, you know, they, the, the, the Mavericks only have to win one of these next three to bring it back to Dallas for a game five. And, yeah. you know, if you have Luca for that, then, you know, things get interesting. Um, and, and maybe the series goes long, but obviously the longer he's out, you know, the, the jazz can just take this because there's, there's no one else on, on, you know, Dallas that can, uh, you know, really sort of, 
you know, take over a game or anything like that. I think Dinwiddie and, and Brunson, although Brunson didn't shoot the ball that well, like both of those guys had pretty much as good of a game as you can expect. Like maybe Dinwiddie oh, yeah. can go yeah. off for like 30 plus in one of these ones, but it's tough. The Jazz are still a good, you know, defensive team. And mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Gobert waiting there under the basket, it's, 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 it's going to be hard for them. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully Luca gets back uh, ASAP. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's not looking good. They're pretty pessimistic from what I've heard. Well, let's see how he looks when he does come back too. Yeah. I mean, that's not too. a guarantee. He's going to be, you know, hundred percent. He's not, Luckily, I mean, he not, just walks up. I was going to say, yeah, he's not an explosive guy anyways. I mean, it's He's no LeBron James, but yeah, uh, yeah he's. Uh, well, I'm hoping that he, you know he'll be able to come back. But like one of the telling things that I think about this, this injury, you know, uh, Woj was on the, uh, the the broadcast before the game. And he said that in the regular season, this would be treated as like a week to week, not yeah. a day to day. No, yeah. So yeah. I mean, him playing even you know game three, as you said, like I, I think that unless they really like if they lose game two, I think they might rush him back. Yeah, uh, yeah. But even that, I mean, he's your cornerstone player. Like, luckily. I don't really know how bad a calf strain could really get. Like yeah. I, I'm not like a kinesiologist or anything yeah. or, uh, or any kind of a medical doctor or whatever. Uh, I mean, you guys can look at me right now. I don't, uh, don't exactly look like a studious guy. Um, <laughs> but as far as I know about the human body, uh, like a strain, I don't think the strain could turn into a tear. I don't think that that works. I don't think it works no. like that. Uh, Cause that's the only thing that could really send them back. Like if you just keep straining it, but like, I don't think that it's going to yeah. develop in anything that would be worse than that. Like, I don't think it's like, you know, again, when you have, when you have like a partial tear that it could turn into a full, like uh, full, full tear or something like I, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe some, one of our listeners that's a little bit better educated than I am, uh, you know, can help us out here uh, <laughs> about, you know, what the severity, like what, what happens if you don't rest a strain. Um, yeah. So, uh, but, but overall, yeah, it, even without Luca, I was very happy with how the game went. It was still entertaining basketball. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you they know, put up at, a good fight at, at the end of the day, uh, I'm not really, considering either of these guys like a really like legitimate contender. So I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, whoever gets the next round and they play the the warriors or the nuggets, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see uh, how, how, how they end up doing. But I mean, who, who knows both these teams, uh, you know, they could surprise people. Maybe they, maybe they could have that underdog story to the, uh, to the conference finals, but uh, yeah. I don't think the Mavericks can do that without Luca. No, hell no. Yeah. 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 If, if Luca's hobbled, uh, you know, even if when he you know comes back and he isn't himself, the, the Mavericks are done, but uh I don't know. I, re- I just really hope that doesn't happen because this was the first year that they avoided the Clippers, uh, that Luca was going to probably, you know, with home court advantage, beat a- another team with a lot of its own, you know, yeah. issues. Uh, the Jazz, we've talked about it many times. And then and then who knows in the second round, like I, the Mavericks to me look, looked very dangerous and were peaking at the right time. And man, I, I-, I hope he can come back and, and you know, game three comes back, makes it a series, possibly wins it. I- I'm-, I'm really hoping that's uh, you know, what's in the cards, but who knows? We'll see. Yeah, you got to knock yeah. on wood. Uh, and then to, to finish up the podcast uh, for today, uh, you know, we just talked about it a little bit there in passing uh, through the podcast, actually uh, the Warriors and the Nuggets uh, kind of a sleeper. Uh, yeah. if, we're, if we're being honest, uh, yeah. <laughs> Steph Curry being Steph Curry. Uh, I mean, this was this matchup, you know, I, when I saw it in the, when, like when we, when we broke it down, you know, there was the possibility that Jokic was going to be able to go out there and just, you know, terrorize uh, down yeah. low because, you know, there's not really any, uh, you know, interior force or presence on the Warriors. that's going to be able to really stop them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he got his 25, 10 and six, you know, pretty, pretty good stat line still overall. Uh, but again, I think there's two, two things that really went into this game, you know, one, 
Steve Kerr and the Warriors, they know what they're doing. They're a really great team. Uh, yeah. I mean, no shit, right? Um, yeah. uh, you know, they, they know what they're doing out there. They can game plan against anybody. Uh, and I think, you know, they, they, they really knew how to get, make, make Jokic's life kind of uh, difficult uh, while he's got a really, a really you know, subpar uh, yeah. a, a supporting cast out there in, in, in Denver. Whereas, uh, you know, in, in the, uh, with, with the, the Warriors, they, yeah. they can also, like, they, they, they know that Jokic is probably tired. They know yeah. that, you know, this has been a long season. We've seen yeah. with guys like that before where they, you know, they can end up, you know, going off throughout the whole season, even when an MVP or be up for MVP talks. And then when they get to the, the postseason, they just got nothing left in the tank. Like yeah. they gave it all just to get to the playoffs. And I think that's almost kind of what happened here with Denver. Uh, obviously not that, not too, uh, they still had a pretty good, you know, two game or so uh, gap uh, between the Timberwolves and them uh, yeah. for that six seed. Um, but I mean, you look around, like, I mean, Will Barton had a pretty uncharacteristically good game, uh, yeah, not, not well. to say, not to say he's a bad player, but you know, I don't think you're ever expecting him and Jokic to be pretty much uh, on par uh, yeah. for production throughout the day. Uh, but yeah, you look, you looked uh, down the board. I mean, Aaron Gordon, three for 10, uh, Monte Morris, four for nine, uh, Bones Highland, you know, four for 10, uh, not, not a lot of support. And I mean, we, we, even when we're reading off those names, even Will Barton included in that, like, you really think you're going to be able to beat the Warriors with those as like your your best next options outside yeah. of Jokic? Like this is uh, this is a bad matchup. Oh yeah, yeah, and I mean, like just just I was looking at it, and just when you said his name too, I'm like Aaron Gordon. You got to look at yourself in the mirror. You got to be better, man. Like you're you're yeah. probably their second best player. Um, you know, because of all, you know, the, the, the injuries to, uh, MPJ and, and, and Jamal Murray, like you, you are the, uh, the, that kind of secondary guy now. And, you know, he, he can have those sort of 25 point games and, you know, from 18 to 25, you know, he, he can realistically do that when he's hitting his threes and eight points, just that, that's not going to cut it. Um, he, he's got to play better. Will Barton, uh, all the credit to him yet. He, he did have a really good game. Um, yeah, he, he can do this every once in a while, kind of go off and do a little bit of everything for you at six boards and, and five assists as well. Shot the ball pretty well. Um, like Monte Morris, another guy who's got to play better. Like he, yeah. he got to the rim a few times, you know, he, he did hit a three, but only took nine shots. Like the, the, these guys have got to be, I think a little bit more aggressive uh, to take the pressure off Jokic because it, it can't always just kind of run through him every single play. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, and you know, even someone like uh, Austin rivers, you, you, you want to expect, uh, that he can give you a little bit more production, like a guy who's been in the playoffs before um, and, you know, can can go off every once in a while. So just offensively, there's just got to be more juice uh, out of the Nuggets. Um, and, you know, that the Warriors kind of played Jokic, uh, you know, a, a lot of the time kind of said, okay, Jokic, you know, be a scorer. That's yep. fine. We're going to, we're going to keep guys, you know, locked in on, on all these other players who, uh, again, don't, can't really take any of us off the dribble. You know, the, the, the Warriors are really, really good defensive squad. Um, and, you know, no one really had those open shots to take advantage of. Um, and, you know, uh, again, I can, I can see this kind of being the trend where Jokic has a, a, a great total. Um, you know, it looked some of the times, especially when Looney was guarding him, that Jokic could just kind of back in as much as he wanted, just turn around and literally lay the ball in with yeah. his fingertips. Hey, Raptors, um, take notes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like the, the Warriors, they're happy to let him do that because that means he's not, you know, distributing and getting other guys, you know, the the, the hot hand and, you know, giving up three points. If, yeah. if Jokic, if they're going to trade, you know, like, Pool and and uh, you know Steph and Clay threes for Jokic's uh, you know little uh, lay-ins that they'll do that all day. So uh, it's it's a tough it's going to be tough to see how the Nuggets can can win this series because like I said when we previewed it, as long as Steph looks you know relatively healthy 
and and Clay and Draymond look healthy too, which all three of them looked pretty good. Yeah. Um. I I'm I don't see how uh, the Nuggets can can win this one, and especially yeah. when Jordan Poole is going off the way he did. Like my well, God, he was insane. Uh, he's he's really uh, really a, a player. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he's uh he's had an amazing year, and yeah, if, if he continues shooting like this, um, it it might be five games like I thought, or it might be a fucking sweep. Uh, who knows? We'll we'll see yeah. how the the the, the Warriors can go in and play at altitude, but um, yeah, unless, unless, uh, man, Wiggins you know, is really Yoke- going to fly in Denver. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, unless, unless Jokic has like some sort of 40 point game and one of the other uh, role players, uh, you know, really goes off and hits like six for eight threes or something like that. Yeah. I, I just, I don't see how, how Denver even gets a game. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, yeah, Jokic is going to have to have some kind of a crazy performance, and like Will Barton yeah. and one other person is going to have to have you know twenty plus. Like it's going to yeah. be it's going to be tough to find you know a way to match the offensive production of uh, yeah. the Warriors. But uh, you know, and, and I mean this isn't uh, you know even a surprise I think to many, but I think the you know, at this point you know Jordan Poole's really cemented himself as kind of like the third best player. Or uh, maybe uh, actually uh, it depends on the day. Like I mean Clay, we're still not he's still not. I mean, he usually plays better than there. Clay. Well, that's what I mean. Like, well, like, in this game, I mean, he was he was their best player by far. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Dray- Draymond did his thing defensively. Yeah. Um, but I think that assists, at this point, yeah. like, you can say he's more valuable to them than Wiggins at times. Like, uh, Wiggins a bit, oh, yeah. obviously, better defender than Poole. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of you know a little bit of a log cam since Poole plays the same position as their their cornerstone backcourt. Uh, but you know, if you want to throw the small ball three guard lineup, if you want to have yep. him come off the bench and be kind of a super sub, I mean. I think Jordan Poole is going to be a guy they're going to want to hang around, uh, hang on to for for yeah. a couple of years uh, here to come. Like, uh, oh yeah, well we'll we'll see how they decide to you know make their next moves uh, for for this team. But yeah, uh, yeah, really really impressive stuff from uh, from Jordan Poole. And yeah, all, shout out to all the young bucks going off in the in the playoffs. The future is now, old man. That's uh, right. You know, uh, start start looking up uh, to all these uh, the new faces of the league. It's uh, it's very uh, it's really exciting. It's kind of feels weird. Cool to, it feels really weird. Yeah, it feels really weird because we have we we've really never had this is like the change of the guards happen. Like we're yeah. already we're in like the new the new era now. All the yeah. like again, even uh you look at the the M the MVP voting. I mean it's it's Giannis Embiid and uh Giannis Embiid and Jokic. And I mean those are uh those aren't the three guys that we grew up with, you know, going no. for the MVP. It's a it's a new it's a new era, Jordan. We gotta we gotta yeah. we gotta wake up and smell the coffee, as you said. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Man, yeah, it's so many young, good, good young playoff performers. Like so many new faces in the playoffs too. Um, yeah. it's been uh, it's what a good, good, great, great weekend to to kick things off. Though I love yeah. you know how the games kind of roll in succession. Two two quadruple headers, and then the games on Friday night too. We had a, you know the full slate. Um, I'm loving it, and it continues today. And yeah, what do we got? We have anything to preview for today? We've got the Raptors game. Raptors better fucking the Jazz and the Nuggets game. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, uh, man. Because if they drop that second one, but I will say as a Raptors fan, it's kind of a given that we're going to lose a game one. It feels kind of nice that uh, at least we lost a game one on the road. It wasn't. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. The, yeah. the next two of the three Raptors fan, the next two of the three are in uh, in, in Toronto. We, we got to get Jurassic Park bumping and, yeah. uh, you know, we, we, we got to get a win. Um, and I think we can two of the three um, at home. Uh, I'm seeing a. Three-one lead going back to Philly, uh, hey. you know, and uh, let's, uh, let's hope that we're not jinxing it here. So uh, everybody, <laughs> uh, everyone from Toronto, you know, we're we're gonna think. But I'm I'm telling you, man, I'm, I'm gonna try my best. I'm trying to get into the building, uh, game three uh, for the Raptors. So we'll we'll just sneak we'll, in. 
True. Why not? I'm yeah. not going to sneak it. I'm just going to walk in. I'm a big dog. Show, talk. Yeah. Show media, them, media accreditation. Let's make our, yeah, let's make a press pass up. We can, we can try it. Well, we'll just show them the podcast on Apple. Like, Look, <laughs> yeah. this is us. It's my name. Look, buddy, let go us up in. with your yeah, headphones. Like put it, sneak up behind someone, put it in their ears. Our takes will blow their mind. They'll open <laughs> the door for us. It'll be great. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, Matt, Maddie, Matt Devlin and Jack Armstrong will let us hop on the mic for a little bit, you know, take over. Why not? Well, That'd be I, th- great. I think it, I think it would be good. Uh, I mean, they, they might as well they could give back to the to, to the boys <laughs> for a little bit. But uh, right. everybody, uh, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. We hope you've uh, you've enjoyed yourselves. Follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk, uh, yep. and uh, you know, follow us. Uh, subscribe to us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, we'll YouTube, see, what's we'll up, YouTube? This, we'll see if this actually goes up on YouTube. If you're looking at me right now, I'm looking at you. Uh, you're looking okay. I mean, I wouldn't well say done. great, uh, but you're looking all right. Uh, I give you a go. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's a crazy time for us. And, uh, you know, again, your, your guys support has uh, really helped us out. Uh, so, you know, keep shouting us out on uh, social media, keep following us, uh, recommend us to uh, friends, family, whoever that are uh, interested in basketball, the NBA world, or just people who, you know, think would uh, enjoy hearing some of our ramblings and banter. Um, yeah. uh, but at the end of the day, uh, yeah, just at Big Dog Ball Talk, keep on downloading us, keep on five stars. And uh, I'm Matt Eichhorn with Jordan Flegel. And as my good friend Jordan always says, keeping it, keeping it classy, keeping it simple, Matt. Uh, don't worry, be happy. Right? No, right? No, I like the other one. Check better. it out. I like for, that. For, for our I, audio can, listeners, I can see your mouth uh, I'm too. Sorry much. that you can't see this. Oh, you can see my mouth? Oh, a lot of it. Oh, there we go. That's very happy. Yeah. That's very happy. a happy guy. Yeah, see, we, we kick off YouTube right. Uh, what do you think, Matt? Don't worry, be happy. You like that? You're going to... Yeah, I think it's a good one, man. I, I I like to be happy more than sad. I think, uh, but I think that first, I, I just I, I find that I, I get frustrated easily, Jordan. I don't know if you've ever noticed this. Yeah, you do uh, definitely have anger issues. <laughs> no, I, for I, I sure. Say, I wouldn't say issues. Uh, but, you know, I'm not I'm not afraid to get fired up, and sometimes you know I think that's that's just the passion. Uh, you know, I feel hard. I feel I feel everything hard. Maybe I've you're emotional. To, you're an emotional guy. Maybe yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm <laughs> maybe maybe I'm uh, maybe it's maybe anger is an emotion, man. Maybe I'm maybe I'm on the cycle. I don't know. It's uh, it's, maybe. it's hard to say. Maybe uh, Mercury's in retrograde. I don't know. Moon's in uh, some kind of a transition. Do we need therapy? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, we'll try it out. Couples therapy. Big oh, dog yeah. ball talk. Sounds good.